Hi, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patricia Robayo, and I'm a reporter with The Paper. This podcast is being brought to you by the great folks at the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. It's been a busy week, so let's get straight to it. Sullivan County Legislature passed a resolution by a 7-2 vote, reaffirming the Second Amendment. This was in response to a new state gun law that went into effect on September 1st. It was also sought to authorize the county manager to determine which county properties would permit licensed gun owners to possess and carry firearms in and on around the properties. However, last week the county confirmed that they could not supersede the state law. The Speaker of the New York City Assembly, Carl Hesse, joined Assembly Member Eileen Gunther recently announced a $1 million for public safety in Middletown and Wallkill, which $700,000 will go to SUNY Sullivan's Health Studies Program. The two politicians joined at SUNY Sullivan's campus in announcing the development where SUNY Sullivan President Jay Quentin's vigil strikes a somber tone and offers hope. A crowd of over 100 people gathered in front of the Lawrence H. Cook Courthouse in Monticello on Wednesday evening to commemorate International Overdose Awareness Day, recognized each year on August 31st. The day seeks to galvanize the public support to the end Delhi drug overdose, dismantle the stigma surrounding those who suffered and died, and acknowledge the grief of families and friends left behind. The coroner shares stats and warns of rainbow fentanyl. There were 43 deaths in the county as a result of the opioid crisis in 2001. During Thursday's Public Safety and Law Enforcement Committee meeting, County Coroner Albie Bachman told legislatures that through August, there have already been 34 deaths due to opioids in 2022. With four months remaining, Bachman said, there's been no change in what we're seeing in the opioid crisis here, said Bachman. What we're seeing when we get a pathology reports back from Albany is that it's really fentanyl. Unless we do something in this country, at our southern border, it's not going to change. Hurleyville heroes risked their lives. On Monday, August 15th, George Gibson and Russell Fox were both working at Behan's Garage Towing in Hurleyville, where they noticed smoke coming from an apartment house across the road on Main Street. At first, Gibson and Fox brushed it off, thinking it was just someone cooking outdoors. On second thought, Gibson, who has been a firefighter for nearly 30 years, said that the smoke seemed more than just a simple barbecue. Gibson and Fox went across the road to investigate and found a young boy standing outside of a four-room apartment house. When the accident was withdrawn, Gibson said the boy told him his apartment was on fire. Quickly, Gibson called 911 and asked the boy if anyone was inside. The boy didn't know. In hearing this new development, Gibson ran into the building to find the hallways overfilled with smoke. Fox ran back across the road to the behind the garage to retrieve a fire extinguisher, while Gibson said he made his way to the upper floors. Delaware Aqueduct delayed, repairs postponed until 4, 2023. Updates to the Delaware Aqueduct repair plans were presented to a meeting of the Upper Delaware Council, the UDC, on September 1st. In this update, it was confirmed that the shutdown of the aqueduct is being postponed until October 1st, 2023. The Bureau of Water Supply for New York City Department of Environmental Chief of Staff Jennifer Grigliano spoke for the council and gave background information on the aqueduct and the future plans for the upcoming repairs. Grigliano said that the total program cost is about $1 billion. This Sunday marks 21 years since the tragic events of September 11th. Many local towns will be holding services Sunday to pay their respects to those who lost their lives in the attacks and in the years that followed. Services will be held at Smallwood, Moncup Valley, Town of Highland, Town of Liberty, Westboro Fire, and the Mosul Fire Department. 
Look at our website, scdemocratonline.com or our newspaper to see the times and locations. Another drowning on the Delaware. For the third time in less than two weeks, a family outing on the water ended in tragedy. On Saturday at approximately 1.30 p.m., New York State Police from the Liberty Barracks responded to the Landis Minisane campground in the town of Highland for a report of a possible drowning. According to the New York State Police, a preliminary investigation revealed that Ricardo Ishmael Azur, 47, from Flanders, New York, was at the campground with family and friends for the holiday weekend. Azur entered the river at approximately 1.30 and attempted to swim across when he became fatigued and went under the water and did not surface, according to New York State Police. Liberty alum Quentin Harsdog attends USMMA. Quentin Harsdog, a 2000 graduate of Liberty High School, is embarking on a new journey attending the prestigious United States Merchant Marine Academy, USMMA. Located in Nassau County at Kings Point is a federal service academy that educates and graduates leaders of exemplary character who are committed to serve the national security, marine transportation, and economic needs of the United States as licensed merchant marine officers and commissioned officers in the armed forces. Congratulations, Quinton. Service, a dedicated employee, retires. After 17 and a half years, George Service, a code enforcement officer for the town of Fallsburg, has retired. During a town board work session on August 15, Service was honored with a plaque for all his years of service. Molly Messenger, the code enforcement officer for the town of Fallsburg, said George was a very dedicated employee who always answered his phone no matter the hour. He is a human code book. He researched the state and local laws and made sure he enforced those codes to the intent of the law. We have all this and more in the latest edition of the Sullivan County Democrat newspaper on newsstands now or check us online at scdemocratonline.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. You can find us on social media. We're at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is being brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. I've been Patricio Robayo. Have a great weekend and stay safe. I'll talk to you soon.